Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's a double shot Tuesday. <laughs> When in Rome. Ah. That's a phrase. Yeah. When sure. in Rome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Double shot Tuesday theme today. Fans whose name is a sentence or a phrase. So there you go. Five one five seven. Yeah, nice. By the way, earlier we were talking about headline news, which now is, you know, mostly shows called Very Scary People. H L N. And we talked about, you know, you get your sports. Mm-hmm. Can I play a clip? Oh, of course. The great Van O'Wright. CNN headline sports. Just just listen and absorb this. Van O'Wright, CNN headline sports. Saturday afternoon in the American League, the Red Sox staged an offensive explosion at the expense of the hated Yankees and won their ninth straight game in the process. A five-run first helped. It was highlighted by one of Ellis Burke's two home runs on the day. A seven-run fifth inning put New York away. The big blow in that frame came off the bat of Mike Greenwell, who wrecked the shot into right field that Yankee outfielder Jesse Garfield could not get to. The ball rolled all the way to the wall, and Greenwell kept running for the dish. The inside the park helped the Bosox crew pass the Yankees with a 15-1 thrashing. About that. Wow. Even though it was against the Yankees. That's just, I mean, come on. That's what that's what headline news was supposed to be. Come on. Slides to the grass. Oh, it's just great. It's just fantastic. There's got to be some tape of you doing it with the like the uh, emphasize. Hey, it's Mark Daniels. Welcome. Here comes a oh, UCF update. You could uh, seven forty the game. You could you could. Well, you'd have to go back to WRUF in Gainesville. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, okay. Mid late eighties. Yes, you know, nothing like kicking off going Gator tennis with a four nothing win today over Stetson. Let's check out the highlights now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Stafford, a straight set winner in singles matches. <clears throat> I played a couple of these clips earlier today on the fridge, and it serves no purpose other than just to play and 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 point some things out. I, I, Greg McElroy's been a name that has popped up because he was adamant on the selection show on Sunday about why Alabama deserved to get over Florida State. And five days earlier on the selection, uh, uh, on the college football playoff rankings, that would be the Tuesday before the uh, Sunday show, he, he talked about, hey, if you win your games, you're in. Well, that night, he did the ESPN college football podcast, and he said this about Florida State being undefeated, and what it meant. Again, this is late Tuesday night last week going into championship weekend. We're gone with the four best, because if it's the four best, then what's the? why do we play the games? Let's just ask Vegas what the power ratings are and give us those four, and we'll just we'll, we'll play them right here in a round-robin format 15 times over the course of the season, and there's your champion. We have to acknowledge the results. We have to. 
uh, our the sanctity of our sport is at stake if we disregard the regular season schedule. Hmm. Uh, that was Tuesday night. <laughs> and then he completely did the 180. But I also played this uh, uh, from Mike on the bridge earlier today. The biggest defender on Sunday show of Florida State was Booger McFarland. And he was adamant about, you know, the games have to matter and, you know, what are we doing? And Florida State won their games and it has to be the key factor. It must be about that. And he was the only guy on that set that was really defending Florida State. But I take it back to 2017. Not about UCF or the mix, because the committee made that clear. In 2017, this was about debating who is going to get in and be four. Clemson was one, Oklahoma two, Georgia was three. And the question was, who's going to be number four? And Reese Davis put up on the screen the resumes of Alabama, who hadn't played in the conference championship game, and the debate was about Ohio State, and then it was USC, strength of record, strength of schedule, and they're going around the table, and it's like, well, Kurt Herbstreit, who do you think? And he's like, well, I think they'll probably put Alabama in, but I would put Ohio State in, and around, and then they announced Alabama. And this was Booger six years ago giving his thoughts. And evidently they did. You know, the initiative of the College Football Playoff Committee is to get the four best teams. I think we in the media try to figure out different ways to make it easy for people at home to come to that conclusion. We come up with all these different formulas, all these different numbers. Let's go back to the beginning what it's about. It's about the four best teams. We all set up here before number four was revealed and we said it probably is Alabama, but politically and for other reasons, it was going to be Ohio State. I'm happy today because the 13 people in the room made a statement. The coaches in the room made a statement. Watching the film, the four best teams in my opinion got in. I don't know Listen, I, again, I said this earlier. I like Booger McFarland because I think he works hard at his craft. I think he has great contacts. He understands the game. And and it isn't opinions evolve. It's we always get caught up in the emotion of the moment. And I admit, that is unfair what I did to Booger McFarland there. Like, I'll go find the receipt where you're contradicting what you just said. And I have no doubt, in 2017, as that season unfolded, and there's not an undefeated Power uh, 5 champ being left out, as that season unfolded, I don't question that's how he felt when he's looking at the resume of these one-loss teams and everything. Just like I don't question how he felt two days ago, where he was very passionate. And why? Because I do think he sympathized with the injury of Jordan Travis. Like, wait, we're going to screw this team because... Uh, of this guy, uh, of this guy's injury. By the way, uh, now, in a proposed budget by Governor DeSantis that would still have to get through committee, they want to set aside a million dollars for litigation against the College Football Playoff Committee. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I forgot my microphone. Oh my god. Anyway, um, so those are a couple of clips. Here's something else I want to point out. Um, as of uh, this morning, I don't know what the updated numbers are, there was about 8% of college football players that entered the transfer portal. 8% of all college football players. And keep this in mind. The transfer portal opened up on Monday, uh, December 4th yesterday. It's open till January the 2nd. Now, you don't have to decide what school you're going to by January 2nd. You just have to have your name in the portal 
by January 2nd, and then you can pick your school. Then the portal closes. It opens again in May after spring practices for 15 days. Not 30 days, for 15 days. But think about this. Yesterday, two big-name quarterbacks entered the transfer portal. Kyle McCord at Ohio State, Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma. There are other quarterbacks entered the transfer portal, but I want to point out those two quarterbacks for a reason here. They've entered the transfer portal, and now we'll decide where they want to play. Ohio State is not in the college football playoff. Oklahoma is not in the college football playoff. But I want you to think about this. Next year, the transfer portal will open on December the 9th. It'll stay open next year until I believe it's January 3rd. So the portal opens next year a little bit later, but the portal will open on December the 9th. The first round of the 12-team college football playoffs will be played on December 20th, and 21st. One game on Friday, three games on Saturday on campus. The quarterfinals will be played December 31st with one game and three games on New Year's Day. Semifinals on January 9th and 10th and the championship on January 20th. Here's why I bring this up. If the 12-team playoff applied this year, Ohio State's in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Oklahoma, based on the college football playoff committee's rankings, would have been the odd team out behind Ole Miss. But let's say they were in. The portal opens. Are those guys in the portal? Or are those guys playing games? Well, you, I mean, The first reaction, well, it's a playoff game. They play. Okay. Here's the deal. You win. Your first round game. Your second round game. December 31st, January 1, next year, okay? What happens if the portal's about to close and your team's still playing? Next year, the semifinal games are going to take place after the transfer portal's closed. What happens next year? Well, they'd stay. Imagine a Kyle McCord situation where he's in the playoffs... And his team still thinks we we may be able to upgrade at quarterback. Is it going to come the day that a quarterback at a school like that leaves and doesn't play? Well, you can enter the portal and play. Yes, you can. How awkward the, w- would that be? Tonight's semifinal game with so-and-so bound for this. Wow. Keep that in mind. Another factor with a 12-team playoff. The portal will be open before the playoffs start next year with teams that may have guys that are going to enter the playoff like we just saw. Two high-profile quarterbacks do that. Matt and Michelle, more college football talk next on Double Shot Tuesday. Uh, well, this is Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat yeah. World. Does that count? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. 508-57 of the text line. These are bands whose name are a sentence or a phrase for Double Shot Tuesday. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.